K9SL live. I have uh, none other than, or like as Oscar likes to call him, the Nepo Poppy. One of our head judges, Rich Aquina. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Uh, doing good, doing good. Just freaking wrapped up my birthday and everything, so we're back to normal life. And after all that, the fun stuff that came with the um, our what our pro camp and then the workshops and everything. Nice. Let's see what this solution. So for those, so for those who may not, uh, who haven't seen maybe Rich on these before, Rich is you know another one of our head judges. Uh, they. When we're in California and Gilroy, and even you went out to do the first, I want to say that was the first one to do, was in Florida, right? That was the first workshop we did outside of. Yeah, Florida was the first one. I think uh, it was Memphis after that, or Texas. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so so that would be, you did the actual first out of state uh, street league uh, workshop, and not even just like out of state, but like the opposite end of the country and <laughs> end of the country. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool to uh, leave the rain and go into some heat. <laughs> yeah. You did. You did leave during like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. You, when we had the, the California tsunami season, um, Rich was out in Florida. Well, but the cool thing about that is you got to see what, you know, people, you got to experience things for people who really never saw any street lead things too. Um, I guess what was your takeaway from all that? What did you uh what did you take away from being out in Florida and working with the teams? Because you didn't even just do a street league workshop. You did a street league workshop, but then you helped out with some of the law enforcement teams with the, our decoys, Courtney Wolf and Chris Corley. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely cool, you know, to see the interest in the sport, you know, across cross country and uh, you know, the excitement uh to get it going. Um, you know, we had some pretty, pretty um talented handlers and and some nice dogs out there. Um, and then, you know, it was just a pleasure to work with the canines out there uh, with the, the Orange County um, Department. I know I sent that photo of all you guys uh, to like Matt Wilson over at Ray Allen. Shout out to our sponsors, Ray Allen. Uh, and I was like, dude, I was looking at the size of this group. I was like, that was, that was pretty dope. Like I've seen like the pictures that you got of all you guys there at the Street League stuff. And then all the ones that um, we thought they were there for the law enforcement. It's pretty, that's pretty awesome to see. And then, yeah, it's always fun to help with the problem solving and stuff like that for sure. Yeah, so let's break let's break into like some of your training and stuff. So I know you're the highest level certification you could do with uh, Nipopo, right? The the gold. Yeah, gold. so I'm a gold school graduate. Um, I have the opportunity to do uh, the the gold school multi multiplicator. Um, so you know anybody that passes the new silver school, um, I'm gonna be holding a. Uh, you know, the gold uh, schools eventually um, once uh, we get kind of things going out out here settled in. Awesome. And then for those who don't know, Rich is literally like right down the street. We're like, I think we're like five minutes away from each other. Uh, yeah, when it nice comes to walk. Our, yeah, well, that would mean, I don't know. Maybe you and I could probably make that walk and be okay. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know if anyone else wants to stroll, take that stroll. Um, in, in Gilroy, so he's right down there. So if anyone is interested in looking or finding a Kina Canine, or it's at a Happy Tail, and they're right, they're literally right off the freeway down down the street too. So get to learn all that fun stuff too. So I know we're sending some clients that way who want to learn how to use all that. Uh, as as I tell Rich, I was like, all I know is it goes zap zap. I don't know all the the other fun things about it. <laughs> anyway, so 
yeah, obviously that was a little bit off topic, but we also do. So you've been a part of multiple workshops we've had already uh, here in California uh, for Street Week. Uh, what would you say, like, one of the bigger differences you, you've noticed from doing them now from Street Week, or at least the progression of workshop from Street Week, the first ones we've done to going to Florida to even the one we just completed about a week ago? Um, just ironing out the small details, you know, just making sure that there's a little bit more clarity of what we can provide, what the judges are looking for. Um, and just a little bit more of the prep of like the understanding of like leading into the trial, what to make sure you're planning for, uh, and the level that you should be at before you start to walk onto the field, uh, and just making sure that they're comfortable and they're, they're enjoying their time with their dogs, you know? I think that. The the last one we just did, I was like, I was pretty, I was pretty happy with that one. I was like, oh man, like this is, it just kind of ironed out smooth, a lot of prep going into. I I still always tell people like, if you're looking to do get into street league, if you can get into a workshop that has yourself or Oscar or you know one of the judges, like you hop on that like ASAP because just the just the stuff, not even just on the street league like style of training or like getting ready for sport. Just some of the stuff that you guys were able to help the client, the you know the people who are there, the handlers, um, troubleshoot by just giving a different perspective and just the understanding, uh, understanding, right? I saw we saw a lot of progression in the handlers. It was really cool to watch that. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. You know, um, when you see it start to click on like the second day, you start to see them putting it, putting them together and kind of hitting that rhythm with their dog, for sure. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. The two day, especially uh, for me. By the time they, when you and uh, Oscar got there, my social battery was gone. So I was, I was like, I was like, thank God, Rich and Oscar are here. Well, that, so pro camp, that pro camp was pretty serious, though. You know, I stopped in and I felt guilty just for watching. I was like, oh. <laughs> you so you showed up, you showed up towards the end of the cert, right? Or you were there for the cert? I right? showed up on the second day. Yeah, so Friday I stopped in right before um, uh, the certs. I left right right when you guys were handing off uh, the certs. Yeah, because that thing was that was pretty wild. That was a fun. That was a fun one. I like just as like you were talking about like uh, the workshops becoming more progressive and you know kind of cleaning things up. I, I'm learning now with doing the pro camps and the certs, like how how to make it a little more proficient and a little more clean. And I, I'm liking the progression that you know we're all kind of making with it too, just on the logistical side. Because I mean, it's just going to get better and better if this was like our first our first ones. Yeah, I mean, the definitely the level of dedication that all the decoys are showing, um, you know, and uh, the clarity and understanding that they have to stay consistent between, you know, the whole trial and present the same picture to every dog is very important for sure. I think that was one of, like, that was one of the cool things that you guys were talking to uh, the, the handlers during the workshop was not even just the stuff that you do on the training field, right? Like you guys are just like giving them a lot of like, you know, I don't want to say like free game, but like you guys are giving them a lot of information on things to do off the field before they get on the field, even after <clears throat> just overall general training and things and that you can start to see like, you know, I was watching some of like, because once when people hear the same information or like hear like the same person talk all over again, it just kind of like bouncing off a wall. And like, <laughs> it was just really cool. And plus also I sound, I sound like this all the time, very monotone. So probably lull people to sleep. But it was just really cool to see like st stuff just like click in. Like from like whatever you were saying to them or like Oscar like that, I thought that was really awesome to see. And then just to see the handlers all happy about their dogs doing good. Cause by the end of Sunday, you know, we were able to wrap a little bit earlier, but I mean, everyone was happy. You know, there was, you know, people were writing stuff down and that was a really progressive workshop. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what the next ones we do and 
how well because even i think even just as how the sport is progressing we're seeing a progression in training too you know with the people that come in from the first workshop the the type of people that we brought into the last workshop and how much more i wanted like even mentioned the decoys how much more dedication and how much more like street league is becoming more prevalent in people's actual training styles now Mm -hmm. like that was pretty cool yeah, it's always cool. And again, like you're seeing all the little like tips that you're getting from not just um, you know, Oscar and myself, but you know, we have the other decoys present as well. So they're giving away a lot of free game as well. Um like Cordy was giving a lot of information as well. Yeah. That's one thing too. So we're implementing a decoy judge coming uh help to help out the uh, help help you guys out now. And that's gonna be uh Chris Corley. Who runs uh, Primal Florida and is out there? He's, he's de- he did the workshop with you guys. Uh, f- for people who don't know who Chris Corley, just look for the the most talkative, happy decoy we have, because that'll be Chris Cor <laughs> Chris Corley. Uh, but yeah, I think that's really cool and how we're gonna add that in, uh, just because it's the decoys are on the field. You know, they can see things where uh, like maybe like up close and personal, where maybe the judges can't really get in there. So it'll be really cool to implement that new role uh, for people to watch that. Because it's just going to be one of those things where like, okay, we, we learned this from these last few trials, this worked. Okay. Like now let's go ahead and add this and see what just kind of build it up and make it a little more, I guess, consistent and more clear. Yeah. I mean, it definitely addresses all different perspectives, you know, from, you know, the obedience side to the, the protection side and how the bite is and, you know, how well the dog is biting. You know, that's something that you can't really see from the judge's perspective. Like, you having yeah. the decoy be a little bit more pre- prevalent and kind of showing us, like, you know, hey, this is what I've seen and, like, breaking it down a little bit better for, like, all the handlers. But that, I like that, really like that part, too, because for the most part, in the last few trials, we really, we've been able to kind of see what the grips look like on the dog. Mm-hmm. But like you can't really you know there's only there's a certain thing that you feel when a dog is on the bite like you know and you have to be on it right just like see where the dedication is what the grips feel like and mm-hmm. i like that that we're adding that in there because now you know and that's another reason why we we kind of keep our circle of decoy our, our athletes really now because we're calling them pro athletes you know we're keeping that you know very limited in the way that like that way we can build their skill that way they can understand this is what we're looking for and it can be consistent across the board so just another additive to our competitor for our competitors and our handlers. But we have a uh, we have quite the trial season ahead of us uh, with the first the first year that we're trying to do at least four. Nice. So it'll be California. I know people are wanting to do a north and south, uh, but I think it's probably gonna be best to just do one in Cali and then go into. I, I know Florida might be the first. Might be the first stop um, because I know Corley is really pushing that. And then Memphis and Texas and Texas is just going to be super hot. Uh, and then ending the season in New York. So a little bit of a busy season. I'm not too sure if we'll be able to cram in another workshop, but I know after the last one and people seeing the, some of the stuff we put on social media, you know, people were really happy. And even with some of the handlers that all the handlers are really happy posting about it, talking about how, you know, it was like a lot of information and everything. So I'm, I'm really excited to see the progression going forward um, with, you know, all the, the street league progress. And because now, too, like you guys, uh, the judges, well, the you know, you, Oscar uh, and Corley are going to be working on some of the that rule book stuff, right? 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, like we're just still, you know, ironing out the small details, making sure it's a little bit cleaner of understanding like the black and white rules and stuff like that and how things are going to be scored on, on, the, on the scorecard for sure. That's what I think that the first couple of times we, we talked about the rule book when you know, after trials and people are like, it doesn't make sense. And I'm like looking at people like, look at, I'm a, I'm, I am simple as they come. Like if this makes sense. <laughs> and I wrote it, I was like, if this makes sense to me, then like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, like in the twilight zone, I'm like 15 feet, six feet, four feet, you know, like that. But apparently we need to be more clear, which my i'm staying out of that one that is all all you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely you know we got to go back and forth between oscar and uh corley a little bit more for sure though yeah i think um well oscar and his group they're filming stuff down there right they're filming the routine that's what i heard um you know i haven't got any confirmation from oscar or anything like that but um you know definitely i'm looking forward to seeing what he comes over with um you know, we bring those in and now with the additive of teaching the guys the leg bites and everything like that, the decoy stuff. And now that people know that we have uh, dogs that can catch legs safely, just having that different element of bringing in the different sports. Because when we all kind of started talking about this, you know, the idea with Street League was so people can cross train in other sports and not affect, you know, what they're doing too. So now that we have some that new well the new batch of decoys too you, you check some of those guys out some of those guys got some pretty good lower body game man like a lot of quick movements yeah no definitely they, they had a lot of talent on the field you know and it was it was fun to watch it's always that's that's like one of the most trippiest things to when we do like those uh, pro camps and like you just we're sitting there and i'm like i'm looking around i'm like you guys you guys flew here and <laughs> like you had to hand to do all this stuff i mean i get it it's fun like you know i'm if I were in the same position, I would do the same thing, but it's always just pretty cool, especially because we had such a large variety just from not even, I mean, California was the smallest amount. I think a lot was coming from that mid-south, east coast region, even yeah, Texas. Yeah, we had one from Ecuador, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first international cert one. Yeah, that was cool. So a lot more to come because I know next next year, Mexico City, um, shout out to Peck Gym. Uh, they want to put a seminar or they're working on putting a street league seminar there and possibly becoming a hub. So we'll be okay. international as, as a, as of next year, hopefully as of next year, I don't know how logistically it's all going to work out and with traveling and everything like that going over there, but all I know is Should this. Be fine. All, all <laughs> I know, all I know is this, I am not driving to Mexico. Like I barely lasted going driving to LA and then we we went to well Aaron booked this like really awesome place for my birthday in like Wallala, California, which I didn't know was a thing. Well, how do you say that again? Wallala. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think about it, it's like that. What's that one rap song? The Uchi Walla, Uchi the the Jay-Z song or <laughs> what? I was like just think about that. But that was like three and a half hours. It turned into five hours and I'm like sitting like sitting in the car just fuming and like get me the hell out of here. <laughs> I need my electrolytes. That's an inside joke. So no one's gonna get that one. <laughs> so I guess uh a couple of things, you know, with the if you were to give tips to people out there interested in interested in Street League, what would be some of the main key factors or key things to start implementing in training? Um anything that you would say, you know, being the judge talking to like a novice handler. 
I mean, the biggest thing I would say is like, you can do a lot of the stuff without the decoys present, you know, to kind of set yourself uh, up for success, you know, getting certain pictures of like your indirect reward and your direct rewards going, um, you know, equipment um, association would be another big one that I see a lot of people kind of forget about, um, you know, but I mean, biggest thing is just making sure you're having fun out there with the dog. I know everybody gets stuck with it being a trial and being so serious with it. Um, but again, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Yeah. And for everyone who hasn't been to one of our workshops, we have fun. Sometimes I bug the judges with a pool noodle and we just try to have a good time. <laughs> and so that was a really cool thing too. Like you, you talked about the indirect and direct rewards and setting it up and kind of creating the game. Cause I think a lot of the misunderstanding is because our OB has four decoys. People kind of just get like hooked on that. Mm -hmm. right and i stress to like a lot of our i stress to you know our club members i'll say just practice you can practice the routine without you know a decoy present or you know just equipment on the field just whatever maybe just practice the pattern because the pattern itself uh that can be confusing to certain people too you know they can yeah like, just I mean, get for, yeah forget it right for sure i mean it's really you know just making sure you have the the, the basis of the four square and just understanding left right left right um, and then you can, you know, if you're an old school video game, uh, up, down, up, down, select start. But, you know, definitely like being able to cycle from food to toys, um, to different, uh, types of toys on the field, um, to kind of help associate the difference of different decoys and, you know, still kind of keeping that engagement on the handler. Um, it's something that you definitely, uh, need to keep in mind and not try to do that as soon as you see like four decoys and your dog is overly aroused and, and you know has no neutrality right yeah well i mean i think that i think what the part that a lot of people forget is that you know let's say you're training with four decoys and then your dog messes up and or like you know there's a miscommunication there and your dog ends up nailing one of the decoys you know like i tell a lot of our clients like once it's an option it's always an option yeah and yeah. it's like you know you could actually be stepping you know maybe taking one or two steps too far you know, before, like you mentioned earlier, building proper clarity and having a, a proper reward system or scaling system in your rewards and everything too. So, yep, for sure, lots of fun things you can do by yourself uh, with your dog besides uh, sticking around decoys. <laughs> well, shoot, man, I don't want to keep you too long. I want to thank you for taking your time. Uh, where can people find you uh, online, uh, website, social media? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so website akinak9.net. Um, we also have the Happy Pet Tail um, at uh, happypettail.com. Um, IG, um, Akina K9 underscore uh, K9. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we're right down the street from you guys. So if you, anybody ever wants to stop by, you know, you have boxes here yep. for those positions and stuff like that. But yeah. I tell everybody, like, that's where literally, if you see the boxes that we use in our facility, they are from Akina K9. They're down the street from us. <laughs> uh rich also has do you guys have aprons and your training vest on we have our uh we have our aprons still still in stock um yeah and then we have our boarding you know if anybody needs a uh, boarding for any type of dog we do that as well so they got aprons training vests i i have some i don't know i can't wear them all the time i have no clue how rich does it with the heat because i sweat through my shirts like crazy uh really good equipment that we've used from uh use over there like I said, they're right down the the right in Gilroy, right down the street from us too. So make sure you guys check those guys out online and in person. And then if someone does want to buy 
a vest or anything that aren't in Cali? Do you guys do sh online ordering or shipping like that? Yeah, yeah. So you can go. We have a link tree tied to our our IG. So if you go into my bio, um, you'll find a little link tree selection, and then we can ship stuff out to you guys for sure. Hell yeah, I would hundred percent. We do ship boxes. Boxes are expensive though to ship. It's funny. I had a couple a couple people interested, and I was like, it's it's more to ship the box than it is to buy the box. <laughs> Hey, that's no joke though, man. We um Aaron's brother makes those beds, like the one that we have like in our house. And yeah. the beds aren't really like, I mean, they're kind of expensive because they're handcrafted. But like the shipping on that, just because of the weight or something, is like damn near the same price of the bed, if not like more. Yep. <laughs> but highly advise you guys checking out those boxes. That's what we use all the time. Um, before we also before we wrap up, make sure you guys uh, take a look at our sponsors, rayallen.com forward slash K9SL. Use the discount code PRIMAL10, all caps, for uh, additional discounts. And yeah, thanks for taking the time, brother. I know you're busy out there.